Hi there, I'm Lori Hellman, mom to Skylar, my incredible adult son with severe nonverbal autism. My goal when creating the Living the Sky Life podcast five years ago was that the content of each episode brings hope, connection, and some valuable takeaways to each listener. In sharing the many relatable caregiver stories and experiences, I sincerely hope that you never feel like you have to travel your parenting journey alone. If you haven't already, please connect with me through my Facebook page, Welcome to My Life, Skylar's World, or Instagram, Welcome to My Life underscore Lori Hellman. And let's keep the conversation going after each episode airs. If you are enjoying the podcast and are listening on Apple iTunes or Audible, please leave a rating and a written review and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for tuning in and subscribing to season five of Living the Sky Life. So welcome back to another episode of Living the Sky Life. Well, you guys have asked repeatedly for my husband, Josh, to make an appearance. So I thought, what better way to start the relationship and um, that that series than to have Josh as my first guest for this particular topic. So welcome to the podcast, honey. Well, hello, dear. <laughs> nice to see you and hear you. I know it's so weird. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, like I said, the, the the crowd has asked, and I'm I'm answering. Um, I think once the book came out and everyone saw what an amazing human you are and read, I mean, what an amazing human you are. Everybody wants to hear more about kind of our journey, I guess, in our relationship. So um, for those who haven't read the book, I'll just give a really short recap. Josh and I will actually be married 10 years the day that this episode is airing. So um, it's our 10 year anniversary on the Thursday, the uh, 12th. Right. Happy anniversary, babe. <laughs> Happy anniversary. You said it first. Um, so yeah, and we've been together 13 years actually. And um, yeah, I was a single mom, and for probably three or four years, I lost track and uh was introduced to Josh through a mutual friend, and we dated, and I thought, gosh, this is just too great. Once he meets these crazy kids of mine, he's gonna want nothing to do with me anymore. But um that was the opposite of what happened. He actually stuck around and uh, asked me to marry him and join this crazy family and then adopted Skylar in 2018, which is all talked about in the book. So you have to read it. Um, so I think one of the biggest questions, Josh, that I get from people when I'm speaking or uh, you know, mingling and talking online uh, with people is that it, it's hard for a lot of people to believe, I guess, that you would meet me and then meet Skylar and Kendall and realize all that's involved in our autism life with Skylar and how profound his needs are and that you willingly jumped in headfirst and said, sign me up. I want to be this, these kids' dad. I want to be your spouse. So what, what were you thinking <laughs> with all of that? <laughs> uh, well, if, if I'm going to start with two things first. Uh, to those that listen, like, thank you, because this, uh, this means the world to Lori. Um, she puts a lot of work and energy and effort and time into this podcast and it fills her cup. So thank you guys for, for listening. Second, uh, as with any good marriage, 
uh, I think it's important to correct one another when we're wrong. And it's actually only been 12 years, babe. Not oh, okay. Sorry, it feels like 20. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'll take that as a compliment. It is. Um, so to, to your question, I think, you know, we've talked about this before, but I was at a place before we met, like I was not interested in dating or being with, um, with anyone that had kids. Um, it was just, it, it was just something that I I didn't want to do. Um, I, I wanted to have a family. I wanted to have children of my own. Uh, I'd not been married. Um, uh, and I just, I had as a child, I had great experiences with my step parents, but I just wasn't sure that I was, I wanted that. I, I, I really even wanted to do it. Um, and, and Doc, you know, introduced us. Um, you sent me a, a message on Facebook that we can't find still to this day. I know. Um, but it was, it was no more than four or five sentences. And I remember laying on my couch, reading it and sitting there with my dog. And I, I don't even remember the words, but I remember the impact that it had on me. And I sat up and I'm like, oh, she's this different. nuts. No. <laughs> well, there was, there was, um, I remember there was an element of sarcasm and smart acidness, which has become the hallmark of, <laughs> of our, of our marriage. marriage. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when I made that decision, I just, I just went and I just trusted it. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember too, that there was construction on some of the bridges that, were being that were linked between Kentucky and, and Indiana at the time and the traffic was miserable but I can remember after having spent you know a month or so with you um, then meeting the kids and being in that traffic mm -hmm. after a full day at work tired but I was sitting there and I'm like, what am I doing? I hate traffic. I lived in Atlanta for three years and I hated traffic. But as much as I hated the traffic, all I thought about was wanting to get to see you and, and Skylar and Kendall. Aww. And that was the moment I'm like, all right, I'm in love. Mm. And, and that just, that changed everything for me. Um, Cause I just knew I wanted to be with you guys. And I didn't care what, you know, what the situation was. Um, I've told you before, um, once, once, maybe twice, but I can remember as a child, as a teenager, hitting golf balls in my front and backyard, like wiffle balls over our house, um, never into the house, thankfully. Um, and throwing a baseball into a net that would send it back to me. I can vividly remember thinking that, you know, I don't know if I'll ever have a son or a daughter that I'll play catch with. I don't know that that'll happen. Hmm. I might have, gosh, I, I kind of feel like 
there's there's a chance I'll have a child with special needs. Huh. And I I know that. I remember that vividly. And so I really believe God was planting that seed and watering that seed in me for for this moment and for our marriage and for Skylar and and for Kendall. So uh once once it hit me, like I was done. And that's all <laughs> I wanted. That's all I wanted to do was be with you guys. Well, I remember and I talk about this in the book a little bit. I remember inviting you over for dinner when I had the kids. Um and then I almost canceled because I I liked you so much. I was so afraid that once you it's one thing to talk about autism and all of the needs that there are and you know, and they were little at the time. Um, and I just thought, God, he's going to be so overwhelmed when he sees this in person, when he actually sees Skylar and he sees that I have to change his pull up and just all of these things that you're going to be like, Oh, this is a lot more than I, I envisioned. And of course the kids had a way of making this, you know, sealing this fate pretty much too. And, and as I said, I describe it in the book, but I mean, seeing Skylar who goes to no one usually grab your hand and, you know, take you down to the basement to where his toys were and to show you around. I mean, and even now you guys have that relationship. He's, he chooses you, he prefers you if it's between you and me. Um, so I, I think that did it for me. I'm like, oh my God, like now I can't remove this guy from their lives because they love him. So that was cute. I don't, I'm sure you didn't expect that for Skylar to just cling to you like that. Um, I don't know that I ever had any expectations mm -hmm. if, if I'm being honest. Um, and for, for me, it just, it, it honestly just felt natural mm -hmm. from, from the get go. Um, he's my buddy, became <laughs> my buddy and, and he's still my, my buddy. What do we, he's my shadow, right? Uh -huh. That's where we go everywhere I go. There's Skylar. Uh -huh. um, so uh, it was just, it was so easy. That's the only word I can it put. It was to. easy for you too. It was it's just weird. Natural. And like, I never had a second thought. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can tell you, I never sat there and thought, man, this is a lot of work. Yeah. I don't want to do this. You know, she's cool, but man, the, the kids are a lot. Like you wanted your, you know, to have your own kids. You never mm -hmm. wanted to date somebody you know, with kids, like you didn't want to do this literally. Like I had those thoughts before, but then once I met you and once I met the kids, mm -hmm. it never ever crossed my mind. Yeah. And it was just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where God wants me. And this is where, and I want to be here. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. I mean, we had these conversations before we got engaged, before we got married, obviously, about a future family having more kids together and things like that. And um, we kind of left that in God's hands. And we, I, I tease you because my dad's a triplet. And so <laughs> like, I'm like, one could be three and then we could have five kids all of a sudden. But, um, you know, one of the things I appreciated the most as a mom and as a woman too, is that you always said, listen, if it, happens, it happens, but these kids are my kids. I, I never look at them as stepkids. We've always only said bonus kids too, before you adopted Skylar, but, um, it's, it's, it took a lot of pressure off me because I, I, I wanted you to have, you know, your own biological kids as well. And I just wasn't able to, 
to give that to you or whatever, but seeing the bond that you have with both Skylar and Kendall, we are a family. It hasn't, it, it doesn't matter biologically who is whose and all of that. So that's always meant a lot to me because I know you, I knew your stance originally. You told me, you know, years later that you weren't sure you wanted to be a step parent and, um, but you've never treated them, nor have we ever kind of had it, had that label on us at all. Well, the, the memory this brings up is, uh, sitting at lunch with Heather, my old boss, mm -hmm. who's a, a great friend of both of ours, uh, to this day. And, um, she said, uh, you know, Josh, Lori, and the kids are lucky to have you. And I remember not missing a beat and saying, actually, I'm, I'm the lucky one. Nah. I that so, you know, is, is, as much as I try to give, um, and want to give and love to give, it's, it's because you guys have given me everything I've ever hoped and dreamed for. Mm -hmm. That's so sweet. Well, let's take a, a tip, put a pin in that because <laughs> I, in the beginning, I'm sure I wasn't that easy to live with. We were joking about this on the walk tonight. Um, I, I admittedly, I'm a control freak. I say that on many episodes. I, I kind of joke about it. I just always like things orderly and I don't like anything to get missed. So when it comes to medication refills and when they need new clothes and all the things, when I was single, I always got two pill bottles at the pharmacy for their dad's house. And I got two sets of clothes because he didn't know what size they were. And I, I, I just have always done everything. So when you came in the picture and <clears throat> when we got engaged and we started living together, I was not used to anybody willingly helping me because even when I was married before I did everything myself. So I really struggled with delegation and I really struggled with letting you do anything. And I, I recognize it now. And a few years later I did, but I didn't see that as detrimental to you and your relationship with the kids. And I, I should have, because I was kind of blocking your ability to, to bond with them a little bit faster. Um, and, and I know just from, you know, in our marriage, we've talked about love languages and just different things. And I know that yours is like acts of service and mine is words of affirmation and all of those things. And you were trying to do acts of service. You were trying to say, Hey, let me, I'll make his dinner or I'll feed him or I'll do this with Kendall or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 I got it. I'll do it. I don't know if it's because I was afraid that you would think that I married you. Now, all of a sudden I can like take a deep breath and push all this stuff on you. I didn't want you to think that I needed you. I wanted you in the family and I wanted you to be my husband and all of that, but not because I wanted to give some of the responsibilities of caring for Skylar and Kendall to you. So I really wrestled with that. So how did you, I mean, if you remember kind of back then, how did you finally break through, I guess, to me and say, can, can you please just let me <laughs> do some of this stuff? Cause I feel like I'm doing nothing. And then I'm sure you felt like you weren't helping at all. So it was just kind of an awkward beginning as far as task delegation goes. Yeah. When we met the kids were what, I think six and eight. Mm -hmm. And so like you had done pretty much everything for them 
for, for their lives. Yeah. And, and that was definitely magnified in the case when, when you were a single mom. And so I recognized that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also recognized, and this is one of the things that I, I love about you is that you're, you're an alpha. Like <laughs> very th- much there so. <laughs> are, there are certain elements and times in, in, in my life where I'm an alpha, but I'm also okay. Like just taking a back seat or being the Robin to your Batman. Um, so I recognized how much you had done and whether you recognize it or not, I was really proud of you for doing those things. So I wasn't in any rush to, to take stuff away, but I wanted to earn your trust and show you that, Hey, like I can make dinner and the house won't burn down or I can take care of Skylar if you and Kendall are out and like neither one of us end up with a broken bone or (laughs) black eyes or the house burning down. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just wanted to try and go at your pace. And over time, I think you saw that I'm, I'm not a complete and utter idiot. Uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm still an idiot and a dillhead. Mm. Uh, and I own that and that's okay. Uh, but it, it opened up, I think more trust between us Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've gone through thick and thin. We've been drugged through literally the poo. Uh, (laughs) Poor buddy. (laughs) But, but but I think that's an important part of our foundation that's Mm -hmm. helped us get through that together. So, um, yeah, I didn't didn't necessarily want to rush rush or push anything. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure you and especially Skylar and Kendall were comfortable with it too. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to freak them out and then be like, "Who the heck's this guy?" Mm-hmm. Like it it had to be more organic and and natural. Yeah, and I think it's evolved every year even more so that because you know now like with Skylar needing his face shaved and stuff like that. I, I mean, I am so fortunate that you're around because I don't, I wouldn't know the first thing about doing that. I'm sure I would figure it out if I was by myself, but, um, it's nice that he chooses you. He wants to do that with you. And there are several things that he prefers that you do with him. And that, that's been hard for me. I mean, I've openly talked about that too. That's been a struggle when he doesn't choose me because I'm like, Hey, you know, I've done all this stuff for you all these years and you're picking Josh over me, but, um, it's not that. I know it is because your daughter, he has to look down on me and he looks up at you. (laughs) It's the difference. But I mean, you know, now I feel like we have a really good, we have our own really good routine. Skylar's kind of forced us into a routine and, you know, whoever showers in first thing in the morning, the other parent showers him at night if we're both here. Um, So if you shower in the morning, I do breakfast and then we flip flop and you do dinner and I do the shower at night and just, I don't know, all of those things that's really helped um, with us not burning out. And, and I, I do realize that over time, the more you kept kind of inserting yourself and saying, Hey, listen, you go do that. Take a break for a second. I got this. I can do this. And I was finally giving up control. It actually did feel good to me finally to have somebody who wants to help. And it was a nice break. And so, you know, the more we've done that, I think I'm much more comfortable now of 
saying, Hey, can you do this? I don't even, you don't even have to ask anymore. I ask you, (laughs) like you go do that. I don't want to. (laughs) So look, hey, the house, the house is still standing. I haven't burned it down. But but I I think that the, the important part that we recognize there is like, in all honesty, you know, what we're, what we're doing, like it, it's not the easiest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard. It's 24 Um, seven hard. (laughs) Right. It's, it's mentally challenging. And as we get older, like it's becoming physically more challenging. Um, (laughs) Getting up off of a knee I groan a lot more than uh-huh. I used to. You do. So yeah, I'm I'm old. Um <laughs> but like we have to do that. And I think that we were put together for that reason, so that we can balance one another out and be the best that we can be for both kids mm-hmm. when when they need us to be our best. Um I can't imagine if these last 12 years that you were still a single mom. Me either, um, dude. <laughs> it, 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 that's that's challenging. Uh-huh. I, I know that you would would do it and you would thrive. And there's single moms and single dads out there that are doing it. And man, mm-hmm. like, I don't know you, but God, you're doing an incredible job. Yeah. Like I don't know if anybody's telling you, but you are. So have faith. Um, and if nobody's telling you thanks, like we will because mm-hmm. we know. And so like that part's really, really important for our, our marriage and, and for the kids is that we, we balance one another out. And if we have to take, you know, a little time out because, Hey man, I've been in it. Like I need a break. Mm-hmm. The other one steps in and that's, that's really good. And like, look, our jobs require that too. Um, you travel for work. Sometimes I travel for work frequently mm-hmm. and we, we, we have to do that. And it, it's worked out pretty good so far. So well, babe. And the, t- the tapping out part, like that's something that we, um, I mean, that's kind of a more recent thing too. I feel like we got to things were you know, humming along pretty well. And then we got to a place where I think we were both frustrated because it felt like we were both consumed with caring for Skylar. I think it was around, you know, kind of getting his Crohn's diagnosis. It just seemed like everything was stockpiling emotionally and physically. We were just spent. And um, I know I get snappy when I'm overtired, which a lot of us autism parents are extremely sleep deprived. Um, and that plays on it. And then, you know, just having to change his sheets every single morning, one of us has to do it. Um, and just all of the like chores and stuff, it builds up. And when you start an entire Saturday and Sunday at 6am or like the other day, two 30 in the morning when he woke up, um, it, it's a really long day. And I never wanted to be, I never wanted to check out. I just felt like I had to play my part and do my 50% and be there. But like you said, some days I I just, I don't have the patience. They're probably because I'm overtired and it's catching up to me. I don't know what it is, but there's just certain days I can't do it. I just, I'm, I need to just go somewhere. And I never wanted to ask because I feel guilty. I feel so guilty. Even when you've said, 
why don't you go get a hotel and stay the night, like go off by yourself and, you know, just take a, take a night or whatever. And I'm like, I can't do that because I would sit at the hotel the entire time and feel like a terrible mom for checking out. But I, I recognize that we, we both need a checkout point. So I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at is I think you brought it up once you said, listen, like both of us use our facial expressions around Skylar when we don't want to say something that might be offensive to him or hurt his feelings or something. So like, if I give you the look, I I need a break. Like, I just need to tap out. I don't need to say anything to you. I don't need you to, you know, say anything questions or whatever. Just, I just need five minutes. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm like, okay. So we kind of implemented like a little communication plan that way with (laughs) non-communication so that we could just signal to each other. Cause I didn't want to snap at you And, you know, and when you get upset, I take it personally and I think it's all about me and you're like, it's not you at all. And then you get more mad when I keep asking you what I did. (laughs) So, I mean, do you think that's helped a lot? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, going back to that time with that diagnosis, I think the stress was high because we saw the impact that it was having on Skylar, but we didn't know why. In the absence of of words, in the absence of, you know, clear communication at that point, it was really hard. It weighed on both of us because you don't ever want to see your child in pain or discomfort or anything mm-hmm. negative. And so that added stress, you know, weighed heavily on both of us. And I think mm-hmm. it it was so important for us to recognize that and then recognize like we've got to work together here for each other and for Skylar and for Kendall. If we don't like this is going to go down the the drain. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it, it was as simple as making that decision of, Hey, like let's when it's the look, mm-hmm. Like, let's jump in. Let's jump in. No matter what's happening, let's jump in. And I think that's been really good for everybody. Mm-hmm. We we obviously had to have the conversation and 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 talk about the why first. But once once we were on the same page with it, again, I hate to, I hate to keep going back to this word, but for me, like it's it's been really easy. It's been an easy choice to make. Well, that's wonderful to hear. I don't think people use Lori and easy ever in the same sentence. So that's, that's pretty, pretty good. I'm just not easygoing. I mean, I try to be, but I like, I'm, I'm high, I'm high stress a lot of the time. It's the controlling person coming out of me, but. um, And and that's the opposite of me. Right. You're more patient than I am. I'm pretty laid back. Yeah. I'm funnier though, but. We'll, we'll agree uh, to disagree. <laughs> that's all right. I'm I'm smarter, better looking, and uh, <laughs> everything else. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I think the other thing too that I get asked a lot about, just on other podcasts or just from other parents or moms specifically, they always ask about self care, and we talk about taking time for self care and all of that, and that means different things to to 
different people. Some people see that as exercise. Some people see that as going to get your nails done, whatever it is, or even just taking five minutes to walk around the block or take a nap or sit in your car by yourself just to get away from the house and your situation. And I know for you and I, we, we, part of us meeting, we met with a mutual friend because we're both, we were both distance runners at the time and you more know than me, (laughs) but, um, and so exercise and running and just keeping our body healthy has helped keep our minds healthy. And that's something that we both are adamant that we need, we have to have. And so we've gone through several versions of how to make that happen for each of us. Cause I, I agree. You need as much time out and self-care as I do. Just being a mom doesn't, you know, gift me the time out that you don't get. So I think, what did we start with first? It was um, like getting our calendars out. I mean, I know that sounds like ridiculous to probably people listening, but with our jobs and like, who's going to, we, we get our calendars out every Sunday and we, we go through the week of who's going to take Skyler to school and who's going to pick him up at eight and at four, because some days you have an overnight with work or some days, you know, I have a phone call with work at three 30 and I can't pick him up. So anyway, we go through all of that. And then we started like figuring out our workouts and we were doing them separately. Like you're like, well, if you can take him this day, then I'll go run. And then, you know, right. Isn't that how we started? Yeah. I think going back to the first thing you said here, the importance of taking that time, finding that time, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, Mm -hmm. is, is huge for me. Like even before we met running brought me so much peace. Like I was one of those, I guess, freaks that would run with no music, no earphones. Yeah, you and never back really then, have. Yeah. Back then, like we still had the wires on our ear uh, earphones. So like it was just clunky and I didn't like to do it. And that hour that I would have running, like it would just be, like my mind could go anywhere. I could think about work and I was as I started running, I was starting a new job and it allowed me to just roll through scenarios that I might encounter. And uh, it allowed me to just think and it became really important. And uh, when we met, knowing that you understood that was, was important to me Mm -hmm. because we knew that that was going to be a part of our our, our marriage, our relationship. And yes, like we've, we've gotten the calendars out even more recently, but before we started doing that, it was like, Hey, when are you going to work out? When are you going to work out? When do you want to run? When do you want to run? Because like, we both need that. And, um, you know, I just, can tell when I don't get it. And same, oh, same with you. I mean, you yeah. even said like when I was training for that, that half marathon earlier this year, you're like, you're just, you're, you're don't take this the wrong way, but your mood is just better. Like you just seem like you're lighter and you're just, you know, I'm like, I am because I'm not, I can run my stress off a little bit and I come back recharged and ready to deal. If Skylar smacks me, I'm like, buddy, instead of being like, if you hit me one more time, I swear to God. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, we've like, it's been a morning thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, my God, I laughed the other day, Saturday morning. 
I woke up at 4.50 and I was awake. Yeah. It's because we've been doing this yeah. in, in in the mornings now. But yeah, like then we graduated to the calendars and we figured it out morning before anybody's up, afternoon, evening. Um, we've bought some stuff to be able to do stuff at home as opposed yeah. to go to the gym too, which I think is really cool and helpful. Um, yeah. Uh, and And now like, Honestly, my favorite part is that we're getting up first thing in the morning together yeah. at five. Um, even though there's a dog that really wants to snuggle and she's awesome. She goes back to bed and is like, yes. I mean, seriously. Uh, no, I think uh, that's been my favorite it's, thing it's too. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Now that Kendall is at college, that. we've evolved to our schedule. Right. The good thing for us, I mean, the, the one blessing with Skylar that I know a lot of parents are going to probably cringe because they're still waiting. And trust me, it's taken us a long time to get to this point. He consistently sleeps now. It's a very set schedule. He, he kind of made the schedule. He is nodding off like a little old man at between six and six 30. If he is not in bed at night by then he, I mean, he'll just fall asleep in his stroller on the couch or wherever he is. So he goes to bed and he usually, even though he leaks, he sleeps through it, which is crazy. <laughs> he usually sleeps in until at least six, six thirty. So it's a good 12 hours that he gets. I mean, again, this was not our life for a long time. This is more when he's kind of become an adult. He's just regulated and he's, he, he needs his sleep because he's, he's a man. He's on the move. I don't know. He's, yeah. yeah. And he he's, never he's sits. He That's goes. true. Yeah. All day long. So we have been for the past month or so, we've been setting our alarm. We get up at five and I love that we both do it because there's been days where I'm like, I can't, I can't today. I am so tired. Like the morning he got up at two 30, we both were like, nope. Yep. And, but I, it, it affected me later in the day though. I was exhausted and I was bummed because I, I didn't get to work out some of that exhaustion or whatever. So mm -hmm. anywho, um, that's just what was worked for us. And I just encourage people to whatever it is that you need, you need to speak up about what it is that you need. If, like I said, if you need a nap, if you need 10 minutes to take a power nap, if you don't have respite, like we don't, and you do have a partner in the house, you need to tell them, you need to be open and tell them because we didn't communicate that for a while. And we were both kind of miserable and didn't really realize how important mentally these workouts were for us. So no question. No that's question. kind of been it our is. thing. Yeah. It, like, like you said, when we don't do it, we notice it later in the day mm. and you, it, it's, it's weighing on you because you want to do it and, and we get to do it. It's not that we have to do it. We get to do it and we know the value that it brings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And if he wakes up, he wakes up and we just cut the <laughs> workout short and just take, yep. take care of him or whatever. It's not that big a deal. Um, so if you had to define our marriage in like three words, like I know what I would say, uh, what would you, how would you kind of define it? Um, uh, you go, you, you've got your three words. You put thought into it. You put me on the spot. Well, I just think that like, um, I, I try to focus on three things so that I'm not overly stressed out with our life. Our life is, is not quote unquote normal, like a lot of our friends. And we talk about it all the time. I think one of the things that has made our marriage fun. And, um, I mean, it really has been a lot of fun. And for the 10 years that we've been married is laughter. We laugh about everything. And I think you said it in the beginning that we have a very, very similar sense of humor. 
our quick wit is the same. I mean, we both try to make Skylar laugh harder than the other one, but um, the sarcasm, just all the things mesh uh, so well. So when we have situations like our weekend cleanouts that we have to do with Skylar when he has, you know, impacted stool or whatever, we just, I mean, it's just fun. I, I don't know. We just make jokes about stuff. And, and I feel like even in those situations, when Skylar sees us laughing, we're not laughing at him and he knows that like we're, we're including him in the humor and like in the joking around and saying funny things and being silly with him. I think it takes the, the pressure off of him of what's happening. Like, do you know what I mean? Because I think those cleanouts can be really stressful and it hurts him and he's going through all that. So I feel like we're a really good set of clowns for a distraction, you know, for him. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's one of my words. I would agree. And I mean, life, regardless of the situation is, is hard. Everybody's got their stuff promised. I'd try to not, not swear. Um, so this, I think is a clean, this is a clean show, Josh. So everybody's got their stuff. Like our stuff is our stuff and it's, it's no better, no worse than anybody else. Right. But like laughter is huge. We got to be able to laugh. And, mm-hmm. and we're setting the tone for both kids. And if they can see us laugh mm-hmm. in the hard times and find the, the strength or the will to, to not be just destroyed by challenges, but to like pick ourselves up and to laugh and to deal with it and move on. Like we set the tone for them. Mm-hmm. So and and quite honestly, like, and I, I've told you this, I tell Skylar every morning when I take him to school about his superpower, it's, it's that he has the best laugh and smile. He does. Like when he laughs and smiles. It, and cries because he's laughing yes, so hard. And it so makes hard. everybody <laughs> just laugh and smile. Like, yeah. it's so awesome. Uh-huh. So like, let's model that for him. Let's give him every reason to, to laugh and smile. Mm-hmm. And whether that's funny noises, <laughs> loud noises the same repetitive words that we might yeah. get giggling over yeah like i'm all for it because mm-hmm. that's fun that's fun it's fun mm-hmm. for me and yeah i mean it just it i makes, guess it takes some of the it makes a off. poo clean out fun josh that's what we're saying <laughs> that is right and you have to do that you might as well laugh i would <laughs> no i will say this going back to what we talked about at the beginning when we met like i You'd I've never, never changed a diaper. I've I never changed a diaper. And he was and still in diapers the then because he was little. Up, the first pull up I ever changed was that of an eight year old. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't have the comparison, but I got to <laughs> think the eight year old poo's a little different than eight month old poo. I don't know. Um, it depends if they have blood or not. Well, that's true. But that's I nasty. remember thinking that changing him for the first time. And that was one of those moments where I, I just had to laugh. Yeah no, I don't want this on my hand or on my person or anything like that. Like it's got to Like we're, we're staying clean here, but think gosh, about where you are clean. now. And we start what? laughing about that oh because now it's 20 year old, yes. you know, material. And you're yes. like, damn it. And you're like, well, it's on my hand again. And you like, I mean, it's, yes. And you then, think well, one of us I'm would be smart. Pants, I know. <laughs> changing this shirt. Yes. I didn't want to wear it today. 
you would think by 20 years, one of us would be smart enough to, we have two boxes of gloves and neither of us, because it happens so fast, we just change it. We just get right to it. I don't even think to put a glove on and take the time. I'm just like, it's fine. Props to the nurses (laughs) and the doctors out there that can put on rubber gloves fast. Like Like, I can't. So I just poo on my hands. Yeah. Oh, I think my other two words, we talked about communication already. Communication is huge and compromise, I think, is the other one. And, you know, you know this well, because I'm, I'm the, my second book is in its editing phase right now that you guys hopefully will all read when it comes out. But the second book is about my childhood and just my own experiences that I have brought into parenting and into motherhood and, you know, marriage and all of those things from what I learned. And we all come from somewhere. I mean, we all have childhood baggage or things that we bring into a relationship. And I think for me, communication and compromise were two things I never learned uh, growing up, like in my household. So it's been a real stretch for me to, to really kind of get out of my comfort zone and to communicate to you when I'm uncomfortable or when I'm stressed out or when just whatever it is. I just never wanted to appear that I didn't have my shit together, that I wasn't in control all the time and let my guard down. And that's been really hard, but in doing so, I it's, it's been such a blessing because there are so many things that we do now with Skylar and Kendall, both that I wouldn't have been willing to try, except you kind of pushed me into it, like taking him to restaurants I just am like, oh, but he's going to throw this and he's going to, I just don't know that I want to do it. And you're like, well, let's just try it. And if it goes bad, we'll leave and we'll wait. And then we'll try it again another time. Walking at the park by yourself with him, walking at the mall, all those were your ideas initially. And he loves them all. And so I had to compromise too and say, okay, I'm going to let you be a dad. I'm going to let you take over and I'm going to step back and then just wait. So I don't know. Hopefully you think that I've gotten better <laughs> at those things, but. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, when you, like you touched on your childhood and what, what you, you lived in, what you learned, what you didn't learn um, and, and how you're learning that now, like that's, it's, it's awesome. I, I think like the, the compromise part. It's not that it's not like I had any grandiose plan for what I wanted my life to look like, but there, there, there were moments, I guess that, that I had the realization that it, it may look a little bit different than what I, what I may have thought about as a kid or young adult, or an older adult, um, <laughs> it, it may look a little bit different than what is considered air quotes normal. Mm-hmm. But gosh, like I wouldn't trade it. Like this is, yes, it's hard. Again, everybody has hard stuff, but I love this. I love you. I love the kids. Like this is just, it's awesome. And I, the the other word that I would throw in there now that you gave me some time to think about it, is actually is teamwork. Yeah. I think that's an important part of what we do because like we talked about, it, like we, we give the look if it's time <laughs> to switch. Um, but the teamwork, like with mm-hmm. my travel for work or yours, or, you know, when you, when you 
and Kendall went to Australia to see Beth. Um, uh, you know, every year I get to go down to, to Mule Fest with, with my buddies. And like, that doesn't happen without teamwork mm-hmm. because the, the weekends are arguably the hardest and most challenging because it's 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. nonstop. Mm-hmm. And if you're flying solo, like there is no tapping out. Um, and so to, to do that, like our teamwork is, is solid. Like yeah, I'm physically down here. <laughs> uh, it's, it's awesome. Like we, we can't do this without one another and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I, I still owe you for Australia. That was, that was a tough 11, 12 days. Oh God. And it was in the winter, December. So like you couldn't, hey, just, we had ball walking. Yeah. yeah we were hanging true. out with our, that's when with you, our, would, with our buddies, you really like invested in the mall walking then. That's right. Um, yeah, I know. I agree on all those things. I think there's just all of it, I think comes down to communication and being transparent. And if, if you're not, openly discussing things all the time. I mean, part of our teamwork and part of our compromise and communication, all of them linked together and shit really laughter um, is all in the last year. Plus we've been talking about next steps, like what our life is going to look like, what Skyler's life is going to look like. Cause he's only a year and a half from aging out of services. And that's what I just finished the series on uh, temporarily. And I'm going to probably go back to it, but um, that is, that we have to talk about our life. Like, what does it look like for us next? And that's a tough conversation. And I, I want our marriage to continue to flourish and grow in our relationship. And I want to make sure Skylar's taken care of as do you. So, um, this is the point where I think a lot of marriages can be under a significant amount of stress because of the unknown of our adult child, like what, what's going to happen with them. And I just, I don't want that to happen. If he does live with us until we are 90, um, so be it. We'll figure it out, but I want to figure it out together. He's going to have a hell of a time with us. (laughs) He's going to party with the old people. He's going to have to, we're going to have to trade up and change each other's depends and stuff. Cause I'm not going to be able to like, I'm not going to be able to do his and my own. So anyway, but yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just. (laughs) I hope that we can continue moving forward, even in a, even in a better place than we already are, because that's going to be a really stressful time. I've already alluded to, I don't want to resent you. If I have to quit my job and stay with him every day, it's going to be a Saturday and we'll get there. We'll figure it out together. But I just, that's when we need our teamwork the most. Yeah, no, totally agree. And, you know, we, we talk about this often and I, I just, I really believe in the man upstairs. And I, I think our, our faith is, is, will be tested, but I think it will also be rewarded. Um, I don't know how that will look, mm-hmm. but I just believe that we'll find the right thing for Skylar. We'll find the right thing for us. And I, I believe that because uh, I have faith, but I also believe in it because I have faith in, in you. And like I talked about, like, you're the alpha, like, I know you're going to find stuff. Uh, and, so are you. Right. And so that's where like, I'll get to be an alpha and we'll, uh, you know, our teamwork will, will help us find that. 
whatever it is and mm-hmm. whenever it is. Um, so I, I've got faith, but in, in, in real talk too, like I, I'm stressed, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Cause I believe. Wow. That's sweet. Well, um, last question, um, unless you want to add more things, but, um, I, I'm just curious, you know, you've been a parent technically for 10 years, I guess you could say maybe, maybe 12, we'll go with your 12. Um, but I'm just curious what parenting Skylar and Kendall, I keep saying, and Kendall, cause I want to leave her out, but, um, what that has taught you about yourself, you know, I mean, it's, I've had 20 years with him and 18 with her, but, um, you've lived through a lot of, or parented through a lot of cycles with them. You've been through all the teen, the preteen, now the adult stuff with Skylar. And I just wonder if you've ever thought about in hindsight, like what this, this Mm -hmm. 10 years of marriage has, has taught you about yourself in parenting these two particular young people. You and I laugh about, uh, meeting the me before we met. Um, if you've never shared it, I'll share it here. I, I used to drink. Uh, I've been sober for, it'll be 15 years this December. Um, and I was not a great drinker. Um, I mean, you were a social drinker, but you just didn't know when to stop when you were partying right, with people. Right. And, and, and I say I wasn't a good drinker because I just like, I wasn't happy with the the person that I became and the decisions that I made. And fortunately, um, I was able to, to get the help that I needed and, and wanted. And like, it's been completely different uh, since then. Uh, so with that, it, it, that opened, I'm, I 100% believe that that opened the door to being able to meet you and the kids. Because if, if I was still drinking alcohol, like I I just, you wouldn't have even given me the chance to meet the kids. Um, But I've learned that it is not my natural tendency to be a patient person. Um, and now I feel like that's one of my biggest strengths. It is. And the kids it. taught me that. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it. Um, they've taught me so much about different perspectives. Communicating with Skylar is very different than communicating with Kendall. And it's taught me to think about my approach with each child individually Mm -hmm. um and man i've made some mistakes early on i who am i kidding i still make mistakes um (laughs) but but i've just i feel like i've learned how to be a better communicator because of them and the last thing I'll, i'll say that both of them have have taught me is unconditional love Mm -hmm. because each one of them has gone through some really unique challenges of their own Mm -hmm. and 
they're good people. And I've failed them at different times and Skylar still loves me. I've failed Kendall and she still loves me. <clears throat> and it would be really easy for them because I'm not their biological dad. It would be really easy for them to just be like, who's this schmuck? Like, <laughs> hell no, I'm, I'm done with him after, after he just failed me. But they've shown me grace and love and that has just filled and overflowed my cup so i'm i'm grateful for them for for those things well i think they're grateful for you just being you and not trying to be something that you're not or trying to fill this void that they have or whatever i mean kendall can speak openly and has and i mean you're more of a dad to her than she's ever had. So that's why I'm a huge believer in never putting labels on anyone because you are their dad. I mean, you're actually Skylar's dad. I mean, he is your son. He has your name. And, um, but Kendall feels the same way. And uh, they wouldn't feel that way if you were just kind of like off in the distance and not really participating. I mean, you're her biggest cheerleader when she would dance at competitions. You, you go above and beyond for both kids and we are grateful for you. So, I mean, we're the blessed ones. I don't care what you nope. say. Nope, we're I'm blessed. Not. No, I'm no, I <laughs> Oh gosh. Well, thank you for being on here. Uh, I mean, like I said in the beginning, people have asked and asked and asked and, and yes, people, I get this question all the time. Yes. Josh has two brothers, but they are both married with children, happily married. with children. <laughs> and um, so sorry, but, but honestly, I mean, people also ask me all the time, like, how did you date? How did you do all of these things? You just figure it out. I mean, like if it's somebody worth your time and that is good to you and good to your kids, then you you find a way and you figure it out. But I, the first thing I said to you when we met for lunch, our very first meeting, I said, I'm a package deal with these two kids. So if you flinch at all, and I watched you when I was telling you about Skylar and I'm like, if there's any flinch in his face or he hesitates at all, I'm not moving forward with this because I cannot have anybody that's not a hundred percent in and you, my love are like a thousand percent in, and it's been, it's been an incredible 10 years. So. Well, you chose to ask me that at the right time because I had pancakes and bacon in front of me. And so I was really I know. happy. Who orders lunch, breakfast food, a lunch on a date? you me <laughs> no. when you love pancakes and bacon you get it any time of day it's never no. wrong no it's fine so anyway any any Thanks party words yeah anything else oh. you want to say no <laughs> I, I love you babe it's fun yeah. um happy anniversary again well thanks um, this doesn't count though we we still have to actually get each other so i hope you enjoyed this episode of living the sky life and we'll tune in for the next episode coming soon if you haven't already please subscribe to the Living the Sky Life podcast within Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play so you'll receive alerts when new episodes are released. Subscribing is the best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode. If you like what you hear, be sure to select the five-star rating, provide feedback, and share Living the Sky Life with others. Thanks again for listening.